MLM Nation, episode 607. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, MLM Nation, Simon Chan here with a behind-the-scenes episode of what's going on at MLM Nation and also what's going on in my life. And the reason I do this is to give you a sneak peek of a life of, of an entrepreneur. And I'll let you know, number one, it's not always smooth and easy sailing. And most of the time, it's not. But it's learning about how to overcome those challenges. And, you know, if you feel like you've once you get to a certain point, you've made it, you know, that type of thinking which will never allow you to make it. It's really life and business is a journey and a process. So I want to share with you a few things that I've been going on and I want to inspire you and help you. It's been a while since we've done these and I'm recording this on Saturday morning on late May 2020 during the lockdown. And um, I'll talk a little bit about the lockdown and also things that I've been working on and also helpful tips, things that I learned so that you can avoid a lot of mistakes that I've been making. So let's talk about, uh, let's start with something exciting, all right? Number one is, it's the, my birthday. Well, technically not my birthday, but it is uh, the birthday of, uh, since I've been coach. Can you, I can't believe until it's sort of calendar. It is uh, Monday, May 25th is the eight-year anniversary of me doing coaching, coaching network markers. Yeah, I can't, yes, you know. Eight years. Uh, some of you have been following me for a long time. I appreciate the love. Some of you are new. Um, hey, love to connect with you. But it's been eight years since I first started. And the story was I started doing coaching part-time while still building my network marketing business. Then I really discovered my purpose to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. And uh, realized that, you know, my purpose was to help the entire network marketing profession, not just the people in my company, entire network marketing profession. And then in 2013, uh, 2013, so it's been eight years, right? 2012, I started. 2013 is when uh, I became full-time as a trainer. So it's been seven years. Uh, haven't built, just been training and speaking for different companies. So it goes back to why I still do what I do. Uh, you know, my purpose Right, is to help us now. Is to help. I just want to get, especially during this time, is to help a thousand of you get to a thousand dollars a month. That's what, and I believe everyone can earn a part-time income in network marketing. You know, we have great products with social media, but the problem is the lack of consistency, lack of accountability. And what we're working on ML Nation is really addressing helping people in this area, consistency and accountability, providing that. And we've been having great results. You know, I'm actually working on a secret project, hoping to launch at the end of the year. I guess that's, you know, by the way, when you make public announcements like this, where who, who knows how many people are going to listen to this, 100,000, 200,000 people listen to this, you make yourself accountable, right? So I am working on something super exciting, hopefully to get to the end of the year. And the reason I say hoping and not definite, because there's a lot of variables there that are outside my control, but it's definitely going to be within the next eight, nine months. Okay, but my target is December. So uh, things I've been working out, you know, I realized, think about things that people do in life that are consistent. For example, like exercise, right? People exercise consistently uh, when they do things together. 
And even during the lockdown, like that's why people go to the gym. When they're around other people, they're more motivated. Some people like, you may even have a home gym, but you don't really use it. But you go to the gym, you see other people, you exercise, right? Even during the lockdown, people go on these workout Zooms because they're with other people. Now, you don't really need a workout Zoom. You can just go on a YouTube video and play something, right? Like I see people do work, uh, Zoom yoga, Zoom workouts. But it's the community, working with people that makes things magical. And that's why we do our BYOB events, right? There's two things that have been working really well. I highly encourage you to check it out. Number one is our BYOB workshops where we get together. It's uh, on Zoom and we prospect and I guide you word for word. It's like a, it's like a power hour, four hour session where we create content together. And when we first started it, it was uh, events. I, I didn't through like, I remember in 2018 did like 10 of these in three months and I was burned out and I only did them during you know, non-baseball season, but I got burned out doing them. People wanted me to go everywhere. It was so popular. So in fact, leaders wanted me to go there, but I just physically couldn't travel. And also I couldn't travel during the rest of the year because of my commitment to my kids and youth baseball. So what I did was I made them online. And they've been working really well. We also added social media content creation on there. So BYOB is very... And so this is like the gym, right? And I want to encourage you, you cannot do this business alone. You have to do it with other people. And then the next level is people always ask me, you know, Simon, you're, how do you plan to help a 1,000 people get to $1,000 a month? It's with purpose-driven networkers. You know, our group is slowly growing. And we have a couple of changes, you know, with we've made over the years we dropped it where everyone can get in for 10 bucks because i i knew the beginning me wasn't able to you know i wouldn't spend like more money to do something i wouldn't spend 20 dollars a month doing something but because by the way i definitely would do it now but back then my mindset wasn't there but for 10 bucks anyone can do it and uh showing up and we actually prospect together 11 times a week on zoom and it's just really really rewarding so, by the way, I put the link to the resources. You can go to PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com or just go to MLNation.com. All these resources are there. But we've been really double, tripling down on this. And one thing that we do differently is, you know, there's, I know there's other great membership groups out there, great trainers. Often they're closed, but you got to get in. And, yeah, there's definitely, it's definitely great marketing for that. And I... Just a marketing genius that always works. But I felt that, you know, if I really want to make an impact, I didn't want to have anyone wait to become a member. I want to be able to get them in there, help them ASAP. So that's one of the reasons why we kept Purpose Driven Networkers open all times. Okay, if you want to check it out, just go to mlnation.com and you see there. Or go to purposedrivennetworkers.com. All right, so let's talk about the lockdown. So the lockdown overall, it's really interesting. I'm recording this in late May because you've asked me two weeks ago, it's been very different. Um, right now, I admit I'm a little burnt out and I, I want to be mentally tough about this, mentally burnt out from the lockdown because, uh, not because of the work, I've actually been very good. I've been actually be able to work a lot more projects. Um, like I said, a special project, put more time to work in there because normally I don't work after 2.30. Okay, I will get up. We have a daily. That's one thing I had. I do a daily pep talk uh, at 8:25 a.m. Eastern. Uh, it's on IG Live, Instagram Live, and also on Facebook Live on ML Nation's page. By the way, if you need a quick pep talk, highly recommend it. It's only less than five minutes. Motivate you. It motivates me as well to motivate you. And by the way, it fires me up because I know I'm making a positive impact. So if you want, go check it out. But I I've been doing that and. 
you know, and I start that day. I start my day at 445 on my meditation, pull a bar, prayer, read the Bible, and then I do the pep talk. And then I normally stop working at like 2.30. I pick up the kids and we do sports. But the lockdown has definitely changed things, allowed me uh, more time. And the weekend, the first time was the weekend. I had all this time in the weekend to do stuff. I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, because weekends are always like eight hours of sports. I'm coaching two baseball teams. Use little league teams and it's like, you know, back to back games and practices, practices on Sunday early morning and then games. But now I have all the time in the world. So that was cool at the beginning. But now I think it's, I'm, I'll say I'm burnt out because the kids are starting to act up. I see the effects where they need social interaction. And I'm out in California where people are, we are a little bit more strict, still in the lockdown as I'm recording this in May. And who knows when it's going to open up. But I feel like my kids really need to have interaction. Actually, in fact, today, in about three hours, uh, was it four hours from now, meeting one of our neighbors and we're going to do some baseball for this kid. Uh, it's just two of us. But, you know, baseball is different. You're not like right next to each other. We're going to do grounders and fly balls with the dad. He's a good friend of mine. And because I felt like, especially for my oldest son, he needs that interaction. It's like when he's in sports, in like a competitive atmosphere, he flourishes really well. And his maturity is growing a lot. My mini-me. For those who follow me on Instagram, Facebook, you know my mini-me. But now that he's by himself or there with his brothers, it's not the best for the kids. And so I'm really waiting for this to, to end. Because I think the kids, especially my youngest one, we have three kids. Like, how, you know, you're taking care of the homework and everything. How do you have time for the third one? So the third one's also just playing all day. He's, he should be doing a lot, lot more uh, uh, schoolwork, you know, even though he's only four years old, but writing letters and stuff. So uh, he's definitely way behind than his brothers, right? But there's benefits. One of the cool things, watching the three boys play together. Normally, they don't play together as often because they're always, uh, you know, sports here, swim, club swim, coding, you know, Kumon, all that. But now they spend a lot of time together, which is, I think it's going to be very memorable memories for them. So that's a blessing, right? But, you know, last night I had to really do some uh, punishment, just a lack of respect from the kids. It's um, it's a little tough. It's been challenging times for my wife and I. At first it was easy, but now it's starting to get to us. We can't wait for this to ha- happen. Or maybe it's because I'm feeling this way because um, we see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Like That's why I do my best to stay away, not read the, the media, right? I don't read news, but sometimes it pops up in the social media feed. Oh, people are hanging out in, the, in, the, in Florida. You know, baseball starting up in Texas. I'm like, oh my goodness. Once, I think before that happened, I was much better. So anyway, the lockdown, otherwise, before that was been awesome. Like I got house projects done. The garage has been fixed. Able to donate a lot of the old stuff to one of my good friends, you know, old kids' toys, carriage, you know, strollers. They are very memorable stuff, like thousands of dollars of worth of stuff I could have sold on eBay. And But I felt that, you know, giving, you know, especially so many memories of a jogging stroller. By the way, Bob Stroller. If you think of having a baby, Bob Stroller is the way to go, okay? By the way, I want to put all these things on the show notes page as well. So, um, but, you know, I used to go running with my bo- all three of my boys with this. But giving it to a friend, I know it's going to be put to good use. You know, it's better than selling it. I had a bike trailer that even with Minnie me when he was two years old, biking along the beach with him. I mean, anyway, giving it to a friend made me feel good. So, but uh, we got other good stuff. We uh, bike together. My boys learn how to bike. They never learn how to bike. They all bike. We all go play biking hide and seek, which is a lot of fun. Um, and put a batting cage 
in our backyard. That is probably one of the coolest things. Uh, and I definitely, I'm not the, I'm probably the least handy person in the world, but I've definitely become a little bit more handy because the lockdown, I just have time to do things, to go and not just enjoy some of it. Hey, don't tell my wife that. But some of it actually, oh, it's actually not that bad. It's actually pretty cool. So that's been actually um, been good. Also discovered, I you know, I don't need a gym membership anymore. I'm actually made the decision. I'm never going to go back to a gym again. Uh, I was paying $140 a month for a gym. And I just, and you know what? I'm in probably just as good or even better shape. I just do this push-up routine. I do pyramid push-ups where you do one push-up, take a break, two, take a break. And a break is like one second, right? Three push-ups, take a break, all the way to 10, and then back down. 10, then back down. to. And now we actually do 11. And one of the cool things I do with my older son, we do it together, our routine. By the way, here's a tip for you. If you want to be consistent, right, you got to do with others, right? I share that. You do with others and you have a routine. So that's the routine. Every day at 12 o'clock, Right before lunchtime, because you want to eat after you lift, uh, we do push-ups. We do about like, uh, three minutes of push-ups, and then I have my oldest son get on my back. You know, some of you watched that video on Instagram, and actually two of my boys tried to get on I wasn't that strong, but get on my back, and I do push-ups with them, and then they do push-ups. So it's like a seven-minute routine, and abs and everything is all done at home, and it's been uh, awesome, right? It's been it actually kept me in shape, so I really don't need that gym membership anymore. Other things, uh, if you followed me on Instagram, I finally shaved my head. I always wanted to shave my head for the first time, and I, and I did it. And it actually feels good. I think I'm going to keep my hair really, really short from now on. Now, other things is some really cool things. I really got into baseball cards. When I was a kid, if you grew up in the U.S. and you were in the sports, you probably did some type of baseball cards, basketball cards. You bought a lot of them, hoping they'll be worth some money. And... Uh, you know, most of them are not worth anything. But I got into old cards, like the cards in the 60s, um, up Mickey Mantles, Pete Rose cards, really cool. And I even bought some cards that are worthless, right? I mean, worthless, I'm talking about like they're 50 cents each. Uh, these 1980 cards, 1980 Topps cards. And the cool, amazing thing is it makes you feel good. I always have a you know, belief that if you feel good, you do good. And I put these cards, some of you see, I put this card in front of my desk and I look at them while I work. It makes me feel good. Now, some of you may say, what the heck do I have the cards to do with it? But it, this one set, I remember, I just looking on eBay and it brought back memories of my childhood. I saw this card, a Reggie Jackson card, that was one of my first cards I ever got. And the first cards I ever got was, you know, English was my third language. I liked sports. I didn't understand baseball, but I was just anything with a ball and running. I was like, "Wow!" I was, you know, English is my third language, and I, some kid I even remember, kid gave me these cards. I was like, "What the heck are these?" And they're all bent up and beat up because we used to flip them. But that got me into sports, and I totally forgot about this. You know, I this is I totally forgot about this at all. And then I was on eBay, saw this card, and instantly a whole flood of memories came. And even this one guy, you would call him like a sport, a scrub. My scrub is like a sucky player, not a good player. But I guess he was, he's definitely good enough to make it to baseball. He was like a scrub. He got on, got into this card. I remember he was one of my first Yankees I had. And I thought he was a star, but he was, he never played, right? I think he was only in the major leagues for one year. And he happened to get on, I didn't even know how he got on the card. But that card, Brought back all these, I totally forgot about that. Brought back memories of my elementary school, of first grade and all that. So I, I really got into baseball cards again. It's really, really cool. And cool thing is to share it with my kids as well. 
talking about it, and also reconnecting with a good friend of mine that's also into cards. And um, as far as network, it's, it's been really, really cool. And if you follow me on Instagram, uh, often when I get a new card, I'll post in my story. There's a hi- story highlight for my cards as well. So, yeah, and, and just think about your heroes. My hero was Don Manley as a kid. My dream was to be a bit, play for the New York Yankees. Right? I didn't realize how hard it was, but my dream. And just seeing those cards brought back memories of my dream as a kid and the importance of dreaming. And there's one card, Greg Nettles. I went out to bought every single card of Greg Nettles. They're not worth much money, but I went to eBay bought every single one. And there's one card that actually remembered me when I was, I was like a fall in love with this guy, right? I look at it every day as like a little kid. And uh, I remember one time my dad, I, I did something bad and he threw, all, threw away all my cards. And then, yeah, I was just crying, devastated. And then like a couple hours later, he said, you can go back to the garbage can and pick them up. I remember going through that garbage bin and picking them up and f- making sure my great, the, the other cards didn't care, but this one Greg Nettles card was still intact. Unfortunately, it wasn't bed up too badly. It was still in decent condition. Uh, all these memories and my dream, a dream. And like we used to dream as kids. Like, and I think that's what I love about network marketing. It allows us to continue the dreaming, continue to dream. Right? Never give up our dreams. I think that's what the baseball cards mean to me. It's like the dream, right? Whatever. As a kid, I dreamt. Now I don't go back. You know, just number one, don't give up on your dreams, right? Like I used to dream as a kid, and these things remind me of when I used to dream big things. And uh, it also makes me happy just thinking about the history of my life and how a lot of gratitude. Brought back memories of my grandmother. You know, that, you know, my parents never really took me to baseball games because they were busy. And that's actually one of the things that motivated me to do network marketing To because uh, I didn't want to, I appreciate everything my dad did, but to spend time with my kids. And that's why I'm so hardcore spending all this time sports, baseball with my boys and having a batting cage. I never thought I'd have a batting cage in my house. I thought only crazy nuts. So people, parents will have it. And I have a batting cage now. And we go hit every day. And, you know, if you follow uh, me uh, yeah, on, on social media, my boys hit pretty well because it's daily consistency. Every day, we hit like 50 swings a day, 50 to 60 swings. Every single day, seven days a week. It takes about 10, 15 minutes, but just working on it, working on it. And, you know, my oldest son loves it. My second son doesn't love it as much, but he's been struggling a little bit. But teaching him sports to overcome adversity, not to quit. So I think you don't need to be a baseball player. Because he wants to be like a fireman, right? It's like, yeah, you be a fireman, but you want never quit, right? Just overcome your challenges over and over again. And so that's the lesson I'm using through sports. But anyway, enough about sports. I want to move on. Um, the thing I've been doing consistently again, pep talk. You know, when's the best time to do lives? People ask me, hey, the best time to do lives is when you can do it every single day. And I, that's why I do my pep talk at 5.25 in uh, my time, which is 8.25 Eastern. Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram, uh, ML Nation page, pep talk every single day, get you motivated. That's the time I do it. So we've been spending a lot of time on that, really double, tripling down on Instagram. I admit I was probably a little, uh, not probably, definitely a little bit late to the Instagram game. That was one of the mistakes I made, but hey, I'm bouncing back and spending a lot of time there. And I actually enjoy creating the content. I have a routine. Again, if you want to be consistent, got a routine. Took me a while to get that routine down. Once I got the routine, consistent time, things are really rocking now. All right, talk about lessons here. So main lesson is really, I, I keep saying this over and over again, is about focus. Focus, focus, focus. As I've uh, grown as an entrepreneur, if I can say eight years of being a trainer, almost 20 years in network marketing, is focus, right? Like I still get distracted. I realize we really can't do that many things in the week. 
aside from our income-producing activities, right, whether you're doing coaching, like for me, full-time coaching, or you're doing network marketing, you have to work on your income-producing activities. And outside of that, you really don't have much time to do other things. So as an entrepreneur, the problem is we have unlimited desires, right? Unlimited ambition, unlimited goals, but we have limited time. We only have limited time on the amount of stuff we can do. So, and I used to like planning out, by the way, you have to plan out your week. One of the things I've been really much better at, and I want to share this with you, is weekly planning. Weekly plan. Now, I used to plan out my tasks. Like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And, I, and, and the key is to recap every weekend on Saturdays. And then I, I'm spending more and more time on the recap. The more time I spend on the recap and the planning, the better I've been. So I used to be like, oh, let's plan out my day, plan out my week. All right, these are the five, ten things I need to do for this week. I'll write it down. That's what I'm going to do. And when I recap, I realized I didn't do many of them. I either didn't do many of them or I did all of them and did all crappy jobs, okay? Halfway jobs. You know, half-ass jobs. I didn't go all out and do them great. So that got me free. I realized where, you know, what do I need to do to take out, you know, ML Nation to have a bigger impact on people. I need to do a few things, but really, really good and get better at them. And it's about focus. So I do less things but better go deeper at them. And that comes to planning your to-do list. Instead of writing all these things down, having the wisdom like, hey, this is a someday list. Maybe this is three months from now. This is maybe six months from now, but we're not working on this. This is an awesome idea. I want to do this. I want to go to YouTube and check something out. I want to listen to this podcast. I want to listen to this learn, but I'm not because I have to focus on the two things I said I was going to do this week. I've been way, way better at that. And that's the reason why we're growing. Right? That's actually, this is the main takeaway I want you to know is, is you, aside from your income producing, so your income producing activities is the posting on social media, it's going out there to invite, follow up, doing presentations, train your team. For sending presentations out, for me, it is coaching, right? I work, I talk about doing the purpose, I work with one-on-one coaching clients as well, by purpose-driven networkers, and I do my BYOB workshops. Aside from that, I don't have much time for anything else and still be the father I want to be, right? To spend time with my kids doing the youth sports. So doing less. And another thing that I'm much better at is a couple of things is taking breaks during the day to analyze, it always kind of, kind of like in sports, you take a timeout break and you reassess. I think I do more, much more reassessment. So, for example, it's uh, after recording the show, I'm going for a bike ride. By the way, biking is also something. I I, didn't, I used to bike every single day. Like I did 1,500 miles a year, and I stopped when I moved to where I live with a lot of these hills. But the lockdowns made me bike. I bike 30 minutes a day, 40 minutes up these hills. Intense, crazy workout. Okay way harder than running and it's just kept me in shape but after my bike ride i think and i recap okay how was my morning and that was something by the way i struggled with i'm, I'm kind of going on a tangent here but i was it was driving me crazy because because of the different schedules of the kids i wasn't working out a consistent schedule aside from the push-ups i wasn't doing my cardio at a consistent schedule until i finally figured out uh, my bike has to be before 7 a.m if i do that then i'm consistent Again, that goes back to the routine. You have to have that routine to do it. So, but during the bike, after the bike, I reassess how did my morning go? What happened? How was my morning? Was it good? Bad? 
what I'd get done. And I'll do this a couple of times. Even I take a late morning, mid-morning nap. Well, it's late morning for me because I get up at 4.45. Take a power nap. And, then, and before my nap, I say, once I wake up, what are the three things I'm immediately going to do? And I normally do three things. I go back to my goals I plan out for the week. What are those big things I planned out? And I got to start working at them. Because I realize, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it goes by so fast. And a lot of times when I first started doing this, I realized I didn't do anything. I did maybe one thing I put in the list. So constantly staying focused, right? Another thing, good app I've been using is called Eternity. Eternity is a time tracker app where it tracks the amount of time you do. And I always focus on one thing. What's the one big project I'm going to work on this week? So for you, it could be, I'm going to make my Facebook profile look a little bit better. Or I'm going to break my Instagram profile optimize a little bit. What's the one thing? And then I actually use the Eternity app. I track how many hours. It's on, a, it's on my iPhone. Track how many hours I'm going to work. And I actually create a category called a one thing category. So I know each week how many hours I put on that one thing. Okay. And my goal is always to be five hours. If I cannot put five hours into that one big one thing project, the task I need to do, then I didn't spend time. It becomes a lame, lame bad work. Okay, so for you, maybe I'm going to optimize my Facebook profile. Maybe you don't have five hours, but three hours. And you track, did I spend three hours? Or did I just spend 20 minutes at it and hoping to do it? Because that was the old me. I was like, I want to do everything. I spent 20 minutes at it. And I didn't know until I started tracking. Oh my goodness, I spent one hour on it. So that has actually encouraged me uh, when I'm in, you know, there's a saying, the moments of decisions determine your destiny by Tony Robbins, right? The moments of decision. When I'm waking up from the nap, I'm like, what am I doing? I was like, hey. I got to go immediately to that one thing that I'm doing. And I normally plan that out. And, I, and at the end of the night, I recap. like, oh my goodness, today's Wednesday. I only spent two hours on my one thing. Oh my goodness, in the next three days, I got to spend three hours to focus on it. It's really allowed me to do the things that matter the most. And but really, Tyler, this is a big game changer for me this year. Doing the one thing, stating out the one thing, and then making sure I spend a minimum amount of time on that one thing project. So, uh, and also I'm working that special project I talked about. Again, that's at least got to be five hours a week on that special project. And by the way, I missed that in the last week. So, so that, you know, if you miss it, you fail, that's okay, but you bounce back. So it makes me realize what do I need to do better or I have to do less of, right? Stop putting so many stuff on the to-do list so I can get more done. Uh, one other thing is praying, praying for um, energy. Right, like I'm praying for focus. I've been praying a lot more. So even before I do something, I have to pray. You know, dear God, just give me strength, and courage, and focus. That has definitely been a win. Being more aware that God gives me the strength and courage. Another thing that's been helpful is I read this great quote. He says it's by Sung Tzu, who wrote the Art of War. This is probably one of the best quotes that I've ever come up with in the last 20 years of me as an entrepreneur. It says, he who knows when he can fight and when he cannot will be victorious. He who knows when he can fight and when he cannot will be victorious. And I think about all the business mistakes I've made in the past. It's because I try to fight a battle because of um, that I'm not prepared to fight, right? So what does that mean? Is often it's comparison. It's com- comparison to the thief of joy. I see someone do it. Like, oh, I'm going to do that too. But I'm not ready to go that battle, right? And I'll give you one example. I don't want to go into details. One example is I have three boys. I want to spend as much time with them. So there's some people in uh, what I do with coaching, they're doing a lot more things. But they're young, they're single, they don't have kids. So I'm, like, I'm not going to go back and compete with them or fight with them. 
I'm not even going to go there because that's not a battle I can fight. My battle is, by the way, my journey is different. And I think I've got older and learned that, hey, I'm going with my kids playing baseball, you know, spending 15, 20 hours a week. That's like a part-time job on youth sports and not working the business. That's my life now. So I'm not going to go fight that other battle because I cannot win that battle. If I want to, either I'm going to win that battle or I'm going to lose the battle as a father. And then I'm, it's going to come to haunt me more because the whole purpose of me doing that with marketing is I, I wanted to spend time with my kids with sports and as much time because my dad couldn't do that. I'm going to choose the battle. That is probably the best thing. And it gave me comfort. Like, hey, you know, he who knows when he can fight and when he cannot will be victorious. Okay. He who knows when he can fight and when he cannot will be victorious. So don't compare yourself, especially don't compare yourself with the top leaders. Well, oh, they, they hit six figures in six months or they did this and they did that, but they're different, right? You have your, you know, you're dealt with a certain type of hands, like cards. You play the best. And for me, you know, when my kids go to, they're out of the house after high school, they're in college, maybe that's when I can go back and my business would be very different. But I'll be fighting different battles. But right now, I know what battle I'm fighting and being clear on that. And that goes back. Once I'm clear with that, I can plan out my weekly goals, have a strategy to attack and focusing on that one thing. So uh, that has totally been a huge game changer for me, the focusing on the one thing and knowing what battle to face and don't be chasing battles that cannot win, right? So it could, for you, it could be like, hey, you don't have limited time. Focus on one social media platform. Don't go out there and chase everything else. You see that your leader doing it, but it doesn't matter. The leader has maybe a different situation. Right, totally different situation, background, life situation, relationships, totally different, lives in a different country, whatever. Know the battle, know your, and it goes to the art of war to know your terrain. You gotta know your terrain before you fight. Know the situation you deal with, and then you do the best of that situation. Okay, don't compare yourself. All right, some quick apps. Uh, we're gonna wrap up here, and I'm gonna go for my bike ride. This has gone a little bit longer. By the way, if this has been good, message me on social media. Definitely, please leave a review for us on the podcast as well. But message you on social media, let me know. So a couple of apps, Desktop Curtain. I've been using this for, like I said, eight years now. I thought about what's the app that I use since I started? Uh, Desktop Curtains on the Mac. I'm sure you use a Windows version as well. Basically, will black out your screen and you can't see anything else aside from the app that you're working on. That's been super helpful for me to stay focused. So sometimes you see these icons in desktop, you're like, drive me nuts. I wish it was cleaner. Oh, oh, I got to do this. I got to, you know, when I look at it, it just makes me think of other stuff I have to do. These files, that's very helpful. Desktop curtain. Also, if you ever do uh, presentations, it blocks out the screen so people can see your desktop. New app, uh, we talked about Eternity, talked about a Bob Stroller before. Again, these will all be on the show notes. But Streaks, Streaks, I just started using it. It is awesome, okay? Keep track of your Streaks, if you're, especially if those who are competitive. Now, for a while, this is I've, I've just been using it for two weeks. But I, I love chocolate. I love sweets. And I have a bad sweet tooth. I'm the type of person is if I, I'm hardcore, I am either don't touch it or if once I touch it, I cannot stop. Okay, I can eat. You can meet some of you may think this is disgusting. I can eat a half gallon of ice cream in one sitting. I just need some sports or some, you know, read some sports, something like that. And I can sit there and eat, eat a half gallon of ice cream or read a business news. I will read Wall Street Journal. I can just eat ice cream or chocolate chips. I love it. So it got to the point, like I was making an exception, but I was just getting more and more. So I thought, I got to stop this, right? So using streaks is really Good. So the app is of course four ninety nine, five bucks in the app store. So good. Right? It's the number one tracker for this type of stuff. So one of the things I've ever since I used it, 
I've been getting seven hours of sleep. Eleven. I'm reading it right now. Eleven days straight since I started using it. Because I'm the type of person that doesn't want to ruin my streak. Right. I have another one in bed before nine forty-five. Because I get up at four forty-five. I, I get up at four fifty. So I gotta do that. Uh, I have another one that is like walk my dog before eight forty-five. Because I know if I walk it too late, then it's difficult to, for me to get get in bed. Right. Another one. There's no tea after three. That's right. I made that. No tea after three because if I drink any type of tea, caffeine, uh, it makes me not sleep as well at night. And then no sweets. It's 12-day streak, my friends. I'm proud of that. Sorry I have to brag a little bit, but that's really helpful. Okay. And it goes a lot to the Jerry Seinfeld. People ask me, how did you get so good at writing jokes? He said, every day I'll write a joke and I'll put an X on my calendar. And after I did it for 30 straight days, I feel like, oh my goodness, it's, uh, it's great. And he kept that streak going. So that's an awesome, awesome app. All right, everyone, that is it. If you like this again, message me. A lot of great tips there, but trust me, please, please, please plan your day, create create a routine, stay focused. And if you're struggling, you definitely need a routine, struggle with consistency, create a routine and have someone hold you accountable. Do it together with someone else. And that's why if you need help, that's why we have Purpose Driven Networkers. Go to PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. It also have BYB workshops. Okay, but to get started, go to Purpose Driven Networkers. That'll be a good start for you. Be really helpful for you. All right, everyone, that is it. I'm Simon Chan. Thank you for listening. It's been eight years of coaching, and I'm still going to keep doing it. I love it. Thank you for the feedback, and um, I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. That's over to you. Go take action on something learned, and remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there, have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.